My name is David Albala. I'm a urologist up in Syracuse, New York, in a private group called Associated Medical Professionals. We're a multi-specialty group of uh, over 30 urologists and two to three radiation oncologists, as well as two pathologists. And today I'd like to kind of share our uh, insights into uh, developing clinical research programs and how in private practice, you can develop a research program that will bring prestige not only to you, but to your practice. It will also be a, a selling point for many patients in trying to pick providers in a given area, and it also is profitable. And so my, my background was starting in academic medicine for 21 years, both at Loyola University in Chicago and Duke University. I established a, a research foundation, both in basic research and in clinical research, that really kind of led the way or gave me the foundation to develop and help develop clinical research programs uh, in the private sector. Uh, both at Duke and at Loyola, I, I had a lab uh, and did basic research. Um, and then uh, as time went on, uh, research interests started to focus more into outcomes for me and looking at how successful we were in uh, laparoscopic surgery and robotic surgery and uh, uh, so on and so forth. And then when I left academics and went into the private sector, I saw that there might be an opportunity to develop uh, research programs at the community level. And I think that that for most urologists, research plays an important part uh, uh, through discovery, uh, developing new pathways and, and leading to clinical guidelines and so on and so forth, that there's no, no question that there is a value of research um, being done in different settings. And I think as residents and as faculty, we're exposed to that really on the ground level. And, you know, one of the merits of, of promotion, at least in the academic community, is, is based on publications and, and performing research. That tends to be a little more blurred as you get into the private sector. I think that, that the interest among most urologists, even in the private sector, is that research does play an important role, but private urologists are very actively involved in patient care and it's finding time to carve out to perform research that's really important and, and dear to your heart. Um, many of my colleagues that are in the private sector uh, value research, but they don't want to have it impact their clinical care. And I think finding that happy median and trying to really understand what research brings to a, a large group is, is really what the focus of this, this short discussion is today. I think that, you know, when patients pick physicians, they look at a number of things. They want physicians that are innovative, that have a strong clinical foundation, that provide good quality care. And as an innovator, performing research really puts you on the cutting line and patients, uh, patients look at, at, you know, clinical trials. For example, in our practice, um, over the years, we've We've developed a, a very robust clinical research program that um, really has been borne out in more in oncology than, than other areas, but oncology is sort of the low-hanging fruit, if you will. 
And that's led to the development of these, you know, advanced prostate cancer clinics. So um, to give you an example, when, when, when I trained, uh, prostate cancer was treated primarily either with surgery or radiation. And then as patients developed advanced prostate cancer, those patients were referred to the uh, medical oncologist for further treatment after hormonal therapy failed. And I think that what we've seen is um, clinical trials you know, with immunotherapy drugs such as Provenge, with enzalutamide, abiraterone, those are now treatments that can be administered by the urologist. Those clinical trials were, for the most part, carried out by the community urologist. And, and the community urologists really have been the champions of many of these drugs. So when you, you go to an academic center with advanced prostate cancer, that traditional model of referral to an oncologist still exists. But if you go to a large urology group practice or like a LUGPA practice, if you will, um, much of that care is administered in-house. And it's really due to the clinical research that was done by these um, private urologists looking at the success rates with Provenge, with abiraterone, enzalutamide, and, and so on and so forth. So I think that there is a, an incredible opportunity for the private urologist to develop research programs um, that are meaningful, and they're meaningful for patients, they're meaningful for the providers, um, and they do give you uh, credibility and can turn a profit um, for, for individuals. You know, there are other medical specialties that have developed clinical research programs in the private sector. I can think of infectious disease and GI to name two, that robust research programs on new drugs that are developed for uh, acid reflux and so on and so forth. And much of the, the clinical trial work has been done in the private sector, partly because you avoid all the red tape of what the institutions have with, with IRBs and so on and so forth. You're able to uh, enroll patients uh, more robustly. These patients are coming in on a regular basis. And, you know, the really, the question is, is how do you develop that infrastructure to start clinical research trials? And then once you've developed the infrastructure, then you can scale it. And, you know, and, and I think that, that what we've learned over the years is that, you know, as if you provide quality research work, more research work will then come to you. And, and industry is a, a, a valuable partner for us in, in the community setting. They look at the type of work that's being done, and if it's quality work, the word gets around that you're a quality center, you have a, an infrastructure with clinical uh, researchers and, um, and, and staff that can enroll patients in these clinical trials. And I think that the, the future of clinical research is, is bright. I think that as we look forward going down the line, you know, more and more uh, trials are going to be done. I think what's going to be interesting now is, is getting hospital administrators on board to understand that not only can these drugs be done in the private setting in clinics, but we can now take them into the hospital and get hospitals on board to provide the opportunity for research. So I think that, you know, clinical research for all of us is, is about discovery, you know, developing new ways and new treatments for patients, um, 
Much of the research has been done at the university level, but now it's starting to filter down into the community setting. And as community providers, we can uh, push the research envelope forward to allow you know new developments of drugs and devices that will change the way we take care of patients. So I would encourage you to you know think about developing a research program if you're in a, a clinical practice, even small. Uh, groups can develop this research program. You need to have a physician champion that has a, a research interest that, you know, developing the infrastructure, getting a coordinator to, whether it's one coordinator or five coordinators, once you're successful on a small scale, it is very scalable to bring it um, to, you know, more clinical trials, which will then increase your credibility on the outside um, for patients looking in, seeing what's being done, and it will also be profitable uh, going forward. So I think the future is bright for research, both at the academic as well as the community level. I think that it can lead to the development of specialty clinics, overactive bladder clinics, advanced prostate cancer clinics, bladder health clinics. All of these can be incorporated with the development of, of research and research can help really establish the way we, we move forward on many of these topics. And then lastly, if you have an interest in research, I think that the AUA has valuable resources that can be tapped in uh, developing research programs. There are researchers that are both on the academic and community level, um, on the Research Advocacy uh, Council. Those resources can be tapped. Uh, it's not so much that you have to invent a new wheel. You can look at models that have been done in the private sector in many of the large urology group practice organizations that can be copied or modified to fit your setting if you're in the private sector. So I would encourage you to reach out to the AUA. I would encourage you to reach out to LUGPA, the Large Urology Group Practice Association, because there are opportunities on how research programs can be developed and you can use the knowledge that's been gained from other, other community practices and try to incorporate them into your practice. And again, my name's David Albala. I'm a urologist in Syracuse, New York, working with Associated Medical Professionals and Chief of Urology at Krause Hospital. Thank you for listening to the AUA Inside Tracked Podcast an official podcast of the American Urological Association. For more information, please visit auanet.org.